How's it going, guys? <laughs> Episode four of Effort Over Everything with Dave and Rich. Let's get to it. Rich? Oh, boom, right to me. Yeah. Um, obviously, the huge news right now is, uh, and what we're going to talk about with the major topic today is uh, what's happening with the CrossFit Games. Um, in case you don't know and you don't know who we are, we're all uh, CrossFitters um, in some form or another. CrossFit, uh, still trying to compete or as coaches, um, we're super dedicated and interested in CrossFit. So today's topic is going to be about what's happening with the CrossFit Games this year with everything that's going on in the world. Um, so I kind of just want to start by talking about um, like the sanctional events. Like there's so many of them that are just being canceled. Um, some of them are, well, one of them is moving to an online format. So uh, I think there's been, there's been one, two, three, four, five sanctioned events that are officially canceled. Uh, French, the French Throwdown, Lowlands Throwdown, Mid-Atlantic and German Throwdown had announced today actually that they're um, canceling and not just postponing. But Atlas Games has officially canceled. Um, so five sanctionals have officially just canceled saying we're not even going to try to put on an event in 2020. We're just going to look forward to 2021. Um, that still leaves uh, a handful of other ones that has, still have just an asterisk beside them right now saying like they're still wanting to put on an event this year, but they don't know when or how they're going to do it. They're just kind of like leaving it up in the air. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on, like, do you think any of these sanctions are going to happen? Well, do you think it, all should just cancel? I think the athletes that are qualified right now for the games are locked. Unless Rogue Invitational is allowed to have a qualifying spot for their online competition. Other than that, I think it's practically locked. I don't think anyone's getting in. I could be wrong. In July, things could be drastically different, but I don't see that happening. Yeah, I agree with Ryan. I don't. I don't think. I don't blame the competitions if they if they're far enough out. Um, for not canceling yet, I guess. Um, I just don't want to see them wait till the last second, and then you got people, you know, on the hook for accommodations, flights, what, whatever it is. You know, there's so many costs associated with it. So, um, it's kind of nice. I I I think that like they're all going to be canceled i would i would imagine i just i just don't see right now you know how how this is going to get any better um before it gets worse still i saw like the us is still so far behind in tests per per capita it's just shocking and you know like they've clearly got so many more cases than anywhere in the world and they're behind in testing, which is like a terrifying thing, right? So, um, which which also makes me question. Um, I mean, I guess they didn't give any real details yet, but how obviously the CrossFit Games came out with that uh, big announcement that they're going to they're going to crown the fittest, and I don't know if it was directly said or if it was. Um, saying that an option was going to be a Romus. Did you, can you guys confirm? Was it actually said, or was it like, this is what we're looking at? I believe that's just what one of the 
avenues they're looking at. All they've confirmed is that they're planning on having some sort of CrossFit Games this year, <clears throat> right. um, whether that be at Aromas or somewhere else. Um, and we'll talk about those um, options. Um, but just back to what Ryan said, so the Rogue Invitational is going online, mm -hmm. but they're not allowed to offer a game spot. Right. Oh, okay. So the Italian, right. the Italian Showdown tried to do that where they were just going to move to online, and initially CrossFit said you can still award a game spot, but then they felt like it took away from the Open being the only online qualifier you can earn a game spot. So they, they, they changed their mind and said no. So Rogue is going online. They're no still spot. doing, but no spot to the games. It's, Good but on they're, them. Still, they're still offering all their cash prizes, though, so I can't see any of those big-name athletes pulling out. Yeah. Right. Um, Rogue actually sent an email yesterday or today a, a to survey. all the athletes, uh, a survey based mm -hmm. asking what equipment they had available. So they haven't even programmed yet. They're going to program it around. Yeah, uh, I'm sure they have ideas. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, that, yeah. it's good on them for still running it and giving those cash prizes out. I Rogue's a great company. They're really cool. So, um, now with with these sanctionals do you see a scenario because what i would do if i was king ryan and i got to run things i would allow if let's say in september things are going all right and sanctionals could happen or competent large gatherings could happen i would allow like can west to run their sanctional and they would get a qualifying spot for 2021 right like I would, I would allow that to happen just so that we can get those competitions in, and they don't lose out on that potential revenue, right? Are you Are you talking about like uh, you go like Can West would run in September? Yeah. Give Give their spot, then then say host again in June and get give another spot. Uh, I would think so. Or if it's one of those things where they're just listen, running a competition is hard work, and financially it is not a money maker right i don't know how matt right. is doing it he must have some great great people under him but uh like i just to me this, some of these competitions in order to have a next year they need to have a this year right no i agree yeah and I'm so sure. having a september one and even if they say okay we're gonna take a break from this spring and maybe you know do one maybe we're a fall competition now that's what granite games did they were always a uh a fall competition and then right. they had two in the same calendar year or um within six months of each other uh and they had two competitions in the fall and in the spring because the spring was the only slot that they could have for a competition it's too cold in minnesota in you know what is that october they couldn't have one you know in november so yeah right yeah i'm i mean it's who knows right like crossfit will make that decision i guess when the time comes but i think until this stuff kind of gets cleared up it's going to be your guess is as good as mine yep. um what's what's going to happen with that but i mean I, I i would i would like to think that if the if the um you know the people organizing the sanctioned event were able to get their affairs in order I would like to think that CrossFit would be okay with them doing that in order to basically save their business. You know yeah. what I mean? I, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I would, that would be a pretty, pretty tough call to say, no, you can't host it at this time because 
whatever, and then they just have to fold all together. Yeah, and it would make the season messy, but CrossFit has always had a messy season. It doesn't matter what. Like, we thought, yeah. like, literally this past year, 2019, we thought that that was the crazy, when it comes to changes to the games, one of the biggest, right? And now yeah. we're going to have what is probably going to be the most <laughs> different CrossFit season this year, which is everything got canceled, and then we're going to have it strictly at Aromas, and, you know, it's just, it's going to look very different. You know, I'm, I'm very excited to see what they do in Aromas, if it even happens. They say it's a, it's a definitely maybe, right? Like, right. Like, I just, I don't under, California right now is shut down and they're going to have it, you know, they've been so, so strict with everything they've done. So good on them for that. But that is also going to lead into something that is very, very difficult to pull off because it is in California. I don't totally in August, who knows what's going to happen. Who knows? Totally. And that was my first thought when that announcement came out, I thought like, holy, like, how are they making this announcement? Like not having a, like, like, you know, there could be a full on lockdown in the state at that point. Yeah. Um, Should happen in Florida. Do it in Florida. Florida is saying that sports are an essential business, you know, WWE is, is running, you know, through it now. And they're going to, I bet uh UFC starts doing fights in Florida, you know, so. but what's crazy. Like, I mean, how many, uh, like, what do you, what are you guys thoughts on? Like who, who comes and who doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, what about, what about flight? Uh, like I, I saw, uh, Cara Saunders husband was like immediately like, you know, asking like, well, like there's almost no chance we're going to be able to fly yep. in, in August, you know, from Australia. Like, so sucks to suck. It's well, going to be Americans I mean, and can select Canadians and Mexicans that get to come into. It's going to be the, you know, so what the fittest of North America, like it's not the yep. fittest on earth, not even close. Yep. Yeah. I, know? I agree. So, so uh, that kind of puts a, puts a little bit of a, yeah, it's going to make Whatever. it, like, let's say if Frazier and Tia win again, it's going to put a damper on that year. Like, people aren't going to see it as the year that, you know, Frazier beat Froning and got five championships. You know, they're going to say, hey, he needs to get six because five doesn't really count, right? Yeah. I could totally see that because, again, I kind of believe it too. You know, like you never know. Like even just having those Europeans, um, Australians in there um, could have an impact on the leaderboard and make him lose. But he's not going to lose. Let's be honest. So, But it, it could also work the other way with um, Frazier loses and whoever beats him gets an asterisk beside their name saying like, oh, you didn't actually beat Frazier. It just happened to be Very good point, this yeah. weird messed up year. Um, before we move too past the sanctionals, um, there's actually one, the German throwdown, they, like the country, Germany passed a law for all their, um, I guess, event planning companies that, um, instead of initially offering a full cash refund, you're, uh, you offer, um, the refund onto a gift card so that those people who had already purchased then get a gift card mm. and then with the idea that they'll eventually when things go back to normal go back to that event and then at least spend the money there so that they're not totally out like they will have a drawback um 
but then there was like little stipulations where like if it lasts a certain amount of time then you can just apply for cash so like that's one country that's trying to do a, a good job of like trying to help those i don't know entertainment companies yeah stay afloat while things are um the way they are right now um it's funny that you bring up the florida thing with uh yeah though so wwe um, is still running events because florida has deemed sports as essential well first it was the florida governor deemed wwe an essential business <laughs> not just sports and then and then he was like you know what let's just make sports an essential business so so are people allowed to go to the events? I didn't look too into it. I don't think so. I think okay. that the sports will be able to run and do their thing, but in the meantime, um, no no <clears throat> attendees will be able to. Right. Yeah. Because MLB opening day was like three weeks ago, uh, Major League Baseball. And so they're in talks with uh, the state of Arizona and now Florida with potentially housing all 30 teams in one major city and then just playing their season all in the same place. So Arizona is a good example because a lot of the Northern teams do their training camps there. So they have like dozens of like major league quality uh, ballparks and that each team would like get their own hotel and then they would just go from their hotel to the stadium, play and back and like, and they would start be able to start MLB and no, no fan, no fans in the stadium, just, just the players. I, I love that I idea. As an athlete, what, would you enjoy that? That was one uh, one MLB player said, like, he likes it, but then what is, he might not like it depending on the conditions. He's like, does my family get to come with me? Am I just away from my family for the next eight months? Like, yeah. at least half the games are home games and I get to see them. Like, am I literally just living out of the same hotel room for the next eight months and literally just go from the hotel to the ballpark. 160, 162 games of just the same place. Yeah. And then uh, also you have to think like not everyone's going to get like, like when you're home, you have your home locker room and it has everything you want. Like you're just in some like college ballpark visitor change room for the whole season. It's like, uh, it's yeah. I mean, yeah. so it, if you think about it, though, MLB, they have a lot of money in them somehow. I don't know how they're still a sport, to be honest. Baseball sport. It's the greatest sport. Oh, the past time. Uh, it, it's so boring to me. I'm sorry. I, I don't have the attention span for it. But uh, what I could see them doing is, like, literally buying a town or, you know, renting out a town. Whatever. Like, there are tons of ghost towns in America, if you didn't know. Like, they're just secret little towns that have literally no one in them, and they're just a huge town. Like, they're not, it's literally like a North Korea town. Do you guys ever see those North Korea towns? Like, they're, like, little towns made of cardboard that they're, they're used as propaganda to make South Koreans think – damn look at those cities dude those are sick let's go over there right and um like we have like little ghost towns i i could see them i'll be setting up there like building out creating all of these locker rooms that you would need right four baseball stadiums and you know a few hotels right and you'd have enough they would save more money doing that than actually traveling these athletes to every game right the the cost of that right you would just use that money, put it over here, town, boom, right? And you don't really lose any money. And more people will be watching baseball because they're so damn bored, 
right? So money will be profits will be higher. I, don't, I mean, I mean that that basically the the thing about the whole reason about Florida is like because that basically already exists, Ryan. Like if you guys know, which well, Ryan, you wouldn't if you hate baseball, but like spring training, like you know, half of the league, their spring training camp happens in in Florida, in Orlando, Tampa, oh. surrounding areas. So there is like you know like rich said there's you know handfuls if not dozens of ballparks capable of of handling you know major league like major league games so like logistically florida would make sense for that because everything everything's already in place that, that they would need to actually play the games um but like you said it would be like the housing and stuff like that like how that, how that would work i don't know yeah, and quarantine but, right keeping them sheltered from society right you need right. to keep them locked down because again baseball you're in dugout everyone's rubbing shoulders you know like yeah. you, you have to keep these guys locked down or else you could have a potential outbreak in all of these great athletes and then a few of them die and then a lawsuit would happen that would yeah. not be good so no yeah it's interesting as an athlete, I would probably get crazy, but if they – do you think they'd get pay raises to do that? Like uh, No, absolutely not. Pay? No? They've already – they've announced how much <laughs> the players the players are getting paid. Like the – like every major major sports league has a players association. And so like I assume MLBPA, Major League Baseball Players Association. Um, I could be making that up, but – No, that's already, a thing. They've already had a – I, yeah, <laughs> um, making up the name that is. They have a players association. I just didn't know what it's called. Um, they've already had like a bargaining discussion with all the owners. Um, so like all the major executives for MLB have decided to take a 35% pay cut, all of them, um, to help support the league. And then all the players are getting paid X amount percentage. And then after so much they don't get paid anymore so every player is still getting paid the same percentage of their salary for the time being so that they're still having income so they can still support themselves but so everyone's just taking a pay cut and waiting it out Good. which is smart everyone suffers a little instead of they're doing nearly nearly the same amount of physical activity <laughs> oddly enough yeah and the thing is with like ryan your suggestion with um like just building a couple ballparks like i'm not i'm no baseball expert but those guys play like five days of five nights a week like they play like back to back to back one day off back to back to back one day off so you would you had all 30 teams in one city they would yeah. be playing five out of the seven days so you'd have, yeah. yeah so you're having 10 to 15 ball games a day so you need yeah you need at least five so you do like a matinee and then time to clean out dugouts and then a second game in the evening so yeah, you need yeah. 10 pro ballparks which is why arizona is apparently like the place because you have the diamondbacks have their home field there and then you have uh like apparently seven colleges that all have uh like college teams so they have the facilities in order to host those games yeah for sure i i mean most things i say i have no facts to them i just spew them out into <laughs> right. the universe and hope something <laughs> sticks I like Ryan's. I like Ryan's uh, town theory the best, though. And then just finding yeah. like a really tall tree to climb and sit in and just watch every Major League Baseball game. Yeah, binoculars yeah, for free. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm in. 
Um, is that a good experience? I wouldn't like that. I'd rather just sit at home and watch it on TV. That'd be horrible. Yeah. So far you know, away. Have you, have, you, have, you, have you never been to the ballpark? I have. I have. Uh, yeah, my grandpa and I used to go to like uh, Red Hawks twins? games. Um, well, oh, I've no, gone to a couple twins count. games. Red for sure, yeah, Red Hawks and Fargo. But it, it like it was a fun like that was probably my favorite baseball experience. Um, but like other than that, baseball like at at Twins Stadium, I've been to the old one and the new one. Yeah, Ugh, like it's just it's so big. The ball you can't even see the ball right. Like it, you can <laughs> barely see it. And maybe that's because I have bad eyesight, but. No, baseball's boring. Like if I were to, I mean, if I could, if I was King Ryan, I'm going back to this. If I was King Ryan, what I would do is one in every 100 pitches, the ball explodes, right? And it could be random, like whether he's winding up and the ball explodes and now he lost the hand, or as he's swinging, he hits it, you know, and it blows up, and that counts as a home run. You know, it, there could be so many cool rules. Right, football. The helmets would get spikes. Um, basketball, you get trampolines, or or you <laughs> raise that. you raise the hoop eleven feet, right? Because ten feet is too easy. Let's be honest. It would become more of a shooter's game. I would really enjoy that. They're so tall. Ten feet is easy. Some of them can dunk without even jumping. Let's let's be real. You know, I'd change what, things. What was the name of that game on the uh, Spike TV with the trampolines and the basketball nets? Man. So, yeah, I forget what Slam it is, ball. but I've seen so yeah. many videos of that. That that is hardcore stuff, very hardcore. I enjoy watching those. That's that's my sport. Not not a traditionalist, hey Ryan. Um. Well, listen. Just I'm, just, just ruin every sport. I would if I could. I would ruin every sport, and I <laughs> and I if I was king, Ryan, where I could do anything, I would make it so that every the best NFL football players in every position, all play on the Patriots. And every year, the Patriots would win. Every year, it doesn't matter. I would ruin football because I, I mean, I'm a Patriots fan, and I would just love to see everyone get so mad. That's what I would I mean, do. that kind of happens anyways. But Yeah. Well, Bill Belichick. Okay, good good transition here. <laughs> From what are we on to, to now? Uh, I guess, like, there's three options for, like, at least in my eyes, what happens with the games. The first one okay. we can talk about. The first one we can talk about is just it being postponed. Um, oh, so the, yeah. the date. Um, I'll give them credit. The morning chalk up guys um, came up with uh, September twenty first to twenty seventh because the Alliant Energy Center isn't booked that week. It's totally open. Um, sure, uh, University of Wisconsin. If things open up by then, will be open. But there's no like home sports games that weekend. Um, there's no like. Well, and by every every campus in America right now is saying that hey we're not having classes um, in the fall. Like all of our professors right now are saying like hey guys like if you're in 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 person class for next fall it's probably going to be online. That's where we're moving towards. Um, it's this isn't like it's practically everywhere. I've had all of our high schools. They're saying no in classes until 2021. So the campus would be free. Right. Open. Yeah. Which is apparently super important because a lot of the judges and the volunteers get to stay there for free or cheaper. Yeah. Um, I think they yeah. charge, but uh, it's significantly cheaper, which is why, which is one of the reasons how they're able to get so many judges and volunteers is because it's cheaper. Mm -hmm. 
So, I don't know, what, are you, what are your thoughts on it? I, I think it's, I think there's, I don't want to say a 0% chance, but I think it's almost a 0% chance of staying in Madison. Like, the reason, I think, like, you you know, it's in Madison because they're housing of the full-on CrossFit games. And I don't think there's any way that that's happening. You know what I mean? Like, if even if they found a, a new date or whatever, like, I don't see whatever that date was you said, Rich, August or September, what was it, 21st? September 21st. Yeah, like, so you're then assuming like, okay, now you're bringing national champions and whatever. And now all of a sudden you have, even if there's no spectators, like now you've got with the, with the volunteers and judges and that, you've still got thousands of people in in, a, in one area. There's no way that's going to be allowed. I think by then, no, I think by then maybe there's a little bit more chance of it opening. And I think that's the argument is like, if we move it to late September, like, is there a chance things are open back up and it can just right. be the normal CrossFit games? Cause okay. I mean, the way I would, right. It, I, I understand. Yeah. yeah. Cause it, it I also, I, I, I'm also not sure of how the, like we have to, I'd have to look into this, but like, um, like I, I had talked about to you guys before when they, when they set up the, the games, like, you know, like that turf field is legitimately a parking lot. So if, if the Alliant Energy Center is open for a week and the CrossFit Games are five of those days, like, can they can they build everything they need to in two days? Like that, I'm, I'm pretty sure they rent out that that grounds for a lot for longer than seven days to get that whole thing done. Right. Do you, do you know what I mean? They, yeah. they would go. They were out there building building the o course building the 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 uh what what's the you know that mountain bike course that one year oh yeah crit the crit, oh, well, the, the crit and then oh, also the, the other one um okay. yeah uh, cycle cross cycle cross yeah. yeah and then and then uh the, the turf field that's just an empty parking lot and then they go and build that turf field on there you know what i mean and that's i just don't see that being like a one-day project and be like okay we're up and ready and we're the game starts tomorrow kind of thing yeah it'd be tight so like um yeah i don't see that being i just don't i just don't see and especially the way castro worded his thing yesterday or whoever posted that yesterday about the games in, in aromas was they were just like it's that I think one thing that it did say like firmly was there will be no fans. Yeah. In, in that post, right? So like whatever the option is that they're going forward with, they're not having fans no matter what it is, because they were already saying like you've got to reach out to Ticketmaster or whatever it is to get your refunds that way. Mm-hmm. So I mean, without fans, I I can't see them justify period from a cost standpoint you know what i mean so that's true i don't yeah. i don't um, i don't think that one's happening another knock against that is uh the governor of wisconsin has put into fema to turn the alliant energy center into a like a secondary like right. hospital yeah right so like there's a chance that gets accepted and then the Lion energy center is a hospital for the next x amount of months um, yeah. I think this, the second option then would be um, we'll save the aromas one for last because I think that's that's the most 
likely. So the next one would be uh, being like what the options are for the games would be for it to go all online. So like what Rogue's doing. Again, I don't see like it's a possibility that they just move the entire CrossFit games to online, and I, <laughs> I can't see how they would make it work. But like, there's a chance. Well, you uh, gotta, you gotta cancel before uh, you go that go that route. I would just so you gotta go nothing. Well, they're exploring that, that option, isn't it? Isn't it funny that like last <laughs> year, and I'm stealing this from Arm and Hammer, isn't it funny that last year? Greg Glassman was like, dude, fuck the CrossFit games, okay? I hate them, right? Like, and everything is going so well. I hate the CrossFit games. We don't care. Doesn't matter. It's not on my radar, right? And then this year, when there's a global pandemic happening and everything is going against the CrossFit games, Greg Glassman's like, yeah, man, we're going to do it. We're going to go in there and we are going to do this thing. Let's go, guys, right? And uh, yeah. it just – it blows my mind. Like when CrossFit – when you think CrossFit's going to zig, they zag, right? Like you just – it's it's crazy. You never you never know what's going to happen with CrossFit. I could see, I could see them uh, doing all the Masters online. online. They are. I, th- I, I swear to God I've heard that. I've I've mm. heard that from someone that they are doing the masters online now. I mean that I see that happening because that yeah. just that that cuts down some numbers. First of all, if we're being totally honest, no one cares yeah. about the masters. Like, and and I don't and I don't mean that like I don't care about them. Like, but like the only masters you care about are the ones that you know. Yep, 100%. and that's that's no, how it works. No one cares. Like, yeah, and and if. And if you're like, no, no, everyone, I care about the Masters. Like, it's like, okay, well, name, tell me who won the forty to forty-five females last year. Yeah. And if unless you're like, buddy from your gym was like in that division, you have no idea. Yeah. Right. And so, even then, and that's you what I mean. probably don't like, know. You know. Like, yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And yeah. even you're right. I coach, I coach uh, Lori who won the games last year from uh, sixty to. 60 or 54 uh, 55 to 59 and <laughs> could, couldn't tell you a single other person in her yeah in her in her you know yeah it's it, no no disrespect but like nobody cares right like no. it's it's just that there's not enough eyes on it and it's segmented into such small groups that it's hard to like get any momentum especially with the fact that crossfit is a person's sport and right. every year, the, the new people get shuffled into it. And I can see how that could be exciting. But at the same time, like, it's just very confusing. There's so yeah. many divisions, so many different workouts. Like, it's just, it's it's hard. It's very hard to get into. Yeah, and it's, it's. Uh, I mean, they, they just showed last year how much they, they care about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know didn't, what I mean? Didn't they didn't live stream it at all. Not one of, not one thing. Yeah. And then all these, all these, you know, comp train masters, right? Invictus masters. They all have these masters programs where they make thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars a year off of these master athletes and this masters programming. And they didn't even make a push to try and live stream it, right? Like you, you know that comp train could have said, "Hey, we're gonna rent a camera 
and we're just gonna get like a up into the side of the building camera and we're gonna you know live stream it for people to watch right they didn't right. even do that right so not even the people that are making thousands of dollars off of these people are you know care right like it's it's quite sad actually i was pretty bummed for all the masters athletes because that is their shining yeah. moment you know no, totally and not. they didn't totally. they didn't get that and they're be- they're beasts man they're like yeah they're they're wildly fit people. Yeah, Dustin like, McWilliams, for as old as he is, he's thirty eight. <laughs> like I, I he only beats me in like ten percent. Like he beats me in like ten percent of the workouts now. Like he's he's like he's that good. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. He's uh he's he's incredibly fit and he beats me in probably fifty or more percent. And he, yeah. like amazingly efficient, strong for his size. He is he's so tiny, so dang strong. Yeah. Yeah, he's like one, one seventy, you know, yeah. and that's on a heavy day. He's probably like one sixty five, if I had to imagine. But yeah, like you he, have, he, he he qualified this year again, right? He as of now, yes, they haven't officially sent the email, right? Okay. But uh, you know, you never know. So can right. I tell a quick story about Dustin really quick? Um, yeah, of course. So this is super funny. He uh, so he qualified. <laughs> The first year that they had 35 to 39, and he just turned 35. So it's like perfect storm. I'm the youngest one here, which for Masters is good, right? Yeah. And he's like, all right, like this is my year. Trains really hard. He qualifies for the games. And he attacks his weaknesses. He's training so hard, harder than he's ever trained before, practically taking time off work just to train. And to our surprise, he starts off he, – he spent his whole summer training. He starts off with the event with – a 19th place finish out of 20 and it's just like nice <laughs> like it was it was the run swim run and uh and then we were like okay okay and then the next workout they went to the coliseum and it's like dang look at the lights this is sick and it was an assault bike sprint plus 100 pound dumbbell overhead lunge and that bike ate him up he took like 18th place <laughs> so he's like you know one spot away from last and two spots away from last and we're just thinking like Ooh, like this he spent all summer training and he is in last place this is horrific <laughs> and then but then he starts bouncing back he has one good event finish where he takes like fifth and then the obstacle course the masters only get one shot it wasn't a tournament style it was right. one shot and he crushed it took first place his time overall was faster than anyone's in the entire competition Games athletes, everyone. Games athletes had multiple attempts. And you know why his was the fastest? One, he's athletic as hell. But two, he did that rope, that rope ladder. Yeah. He did that legless. Everyone was using oh. their, their legs to, right. to kick up, and he just went legless and went up, yeah. flew right up there, right? And no one yeah, thought nice. of that. No one at all. Blows my mind that no one thought of that. But he, you, you watch it. People are putting their feet in, and they're kind of like shaking, and they they miss it or something. And he just legless yeah. rope climbs up. You know, him and Justin, his coach, are super smart. Justin was like my mentor when I first started. Um, and he slowly starts coming back, coming back, coming back. He's in third place going into the final or in two events away. And um, he's talking to Chris Spieler in the warm up, and Chris Spieler doesn't know how to pick up a sandbag. I swear to God, he did not know how to pick up a sandbag. And so Dustin was like, yeah, man, you do it like this. Boom, boom. And Chris is like, oh, thanks, man. You know, and uh, <laughs> and Chris Spieler in a, a podcast, I forget which one it is. He mentions Dustin. He's like, yeah, he taught me how to pick up a sandbag. 
you know? And and uh, during that event, Dustin, it's ring muscle-ups, something, and a sandbag carry. It's like 200 pounds. And Dustin's carrying it, and he, he starts off slow. He breaks up the 10 ring muscle-ups into fives. Everyone else went unbroken, and everyone crashed and burned. Dustin comes back from behind, you know, does his five, four, one, picks up the sandbag, starts walking, and as he's walking, he trips and he falls. <laughs> and Chris Spieler, not knowing how to carry a sandbag 30 minutes ago, picks his up and just passes Dustin. Thanks, man. You know, and those were the points that kept him from podium. He was like two points away, and if he would have had those points, he would have been on podium and beaten Chris Spieler. But he sabotaged himself. And then the next year, the next year, he did not submit one of his scores during that age group online qualifier. He redid it last second and was trying uploaded the video, and it wasn't uploading fast enough, but he didn't do it at um, CrossFit Tundra. He did it at his Anytime Fitness location. So he needed to have the video into games.crossfit.com. He would have qualified anyways with his first score, but he just wanted to win the qualifier. And so he missed it by like 30 seconds. And then he uh, he emailed them. They said, nope, sorry. And he took like 14th place without having a submitted score. And people... Wow. People, three people dropped out, and so he he just needed one more person to get injured or hurt or something like that, and no one dropped out, and he didn't get to go, and he declined. He before that, like a week before that, he declined his regional invite because he was gonna focus on the games, and then he didn't even get to go to the games, and ever since then, ever since then, yeah, ever since then, the CrossFit gods have said, Dustin McWilliams, fuck you man fuck you 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 declined regionals you get that spot and you decline it you're out and so ever <laughs> since then they've been fucking him over and uh the the year that he qualifies again right this is like three years later he's finally back global pandemic right the crossfit gods in my opinion <laughs> are doing this to fuck over dustin mcwilliams that is my opinion i think that they are doing this to um in spite of him, the CrossFit gods. So I believe it. Yeah, man. It's true. Look into it. So, yeah. What were you talking about? I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, do we think, uh, like, when they announced the new age group category, 35 hmm. to 39, and then there was already a handful of, like, X Games athletes or guys who were, like, some bigger name guys decided to do it, it kind of, like, intrigued me. I was like, oh, sweet, like, like Matt Chan's going to do it. Like, uh, who else did it? Chris Spieler did it. Um, Kyle Kasperbauer. I was like, oh, this would be cool to watch these guys still compete. Um, I thought, like, maybe as these guys who were, like, perennial games athletes, like, big names slowly get up in those age categories, like, maybe it'll be more exciting to watch. But I still just, like, the games came around. I was like, oh, cool, I could watch the Masters, like, some – big name athletes compete and i just i still just didn't watch it yep yep it's sad like masters, i nick your anchor you know yeah masters masters to me is the same as team like it's it's really cool if you're doing it but watching it is just the word like it's just yep. when you are watching someone that you love do it yeah it's amazing it's a great competition totally. when i was watching totally. dustin do it amazing 
Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree. And I like even if you like, uh, you know, I was watching uh, the Brazilian with championship this year with, uh, you know, two people I know on the team from Tyrannus Life Tree. They ended up winning, mm-hmm. and like, you know, super fun to watch. I don't like. I'm not super close with them, but you know, know them. I've known them for a few years and exactly. see them at competitions, whatever. And like, it, I was super into it. Cause I like, I, I know them to have conversations with them. Right. And that just was good enough to like, Oh, I can watch this team event and cheer for them and be excited about it. But like, if I didn't, if I didn't know anyone in the event, I'd just be like, what, whatever. Yeah. You know? Yep. hundred percent. Whereas like individual regionals games, whatever. It's like, I don't care who's going. It's like, that's I'm the watching. best of the best. Yeah. Yeah. I'll watch. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. No offense to them, but like there's just some no, – the not, format needs to be thing. changed or something. Like there, there's something that's not clicking with those divisions and teams, you know. Ryan, I just think it's like it's just – you're just watching something that isn't the best in the world. So therefore it's like whatever kind of thing. Yeah. You know teams what I mean? especially. It's just – for me, like, it's hard to watch teams. Like you don't – you go and watch, you know – minor league baseball or my like you know farm farm team for hockey it's like okay whatever but like yeah you know you know there's you you know there's guys better yes i'd agree so it's it's always different but um anyways we got off track the online that's okay i think talking about the on online games i think we totally covered like i don't think it would be good to go online there'd be right i don't think you can crown a fittest person in the world yeah. on earth it, it would it'd be watered down yeah, yeah no one cares I, I would kind of like to see just <laughs> I, there's a i it, it would be the worst thing ever but i would kind of love to see it because there you know it would just it would just get so out of hand with controversy and i would just love to see what would happen right yeah that's actually true <laughs> because... i would love to see that <laughs> I think so. I think I think the more the most likely scenario is they move to the game or move the games to the ranch. But I think they work in an online component to it to work out the first few cuts. So like right now, right now there's all the national champions. Um, There's there's been some sanctional winners, um, and then the top twenty from the open. So like yeah. Based off last year, like you're probably looking at 120 people for di- per division. Now you could do all those people at the ranch because in 2008 they had over 300 competitors at the ranch. So you you could invite everyone there, but I think the more likely scenario is you do a little very similar to like the age age group online qualifier, like the week or the weekend before the actual games, they run a second open. That's like the first cut of the games. So they yeah. they take the field down from 120 to 20 to 30. So like you do a four day, five online workouts, then less people have to travel. Then you only have, you know, maybe you do a field of 40. So it's 40 guys, 40 women, and then, I don't know, five to 10 teams. Um, so it's a combination of like online cuts to get to a specific number. And then those people show up at the games like the following week did uh did any of you guys do any research on how many how many sanctioned events have happened already this year like how many sanctioned 
how many qualifiers do we have via sanctionals this year so far? I believe, if I had to guess, ten. Okay, so this is what I, I would I would say that that's a. I know what you're saying. Like in theory, that's a great idea. I I feel like technology's too good now that people like. I just wouldn't trust it for that. Like to get because this games, if it does go in Aromas, oh man, it would be one of the coolest things to be at, because I just feel like it maybe would never happen again, and it's got to be small. I think you just say national champions. Sorry, guys, see you later, and then it's top twenty from the games, and whoever's won a sanctioned event to this point, let's go thirty whatever people, and then that's it, done. That's who's competing. That's what I think. Teams, I could take them or leave them. Whatever. Yeah, I'd get but, them out. Or separate weekends. <laughs> separate weekends. You could have two weekends where you have individuals and then teams. Um, and I believe 10, 10 teams have been qualified for this year. I don't know if there's, that's 10... There's been eleven. There's been eleven sanctionals, and then one one of them was the Mayhem Classic, which didn't have a team component. So yeah, ten teams. Yeah. So ten teams, um, thirty-one. Oh no, but the but the cut lines moved way down to like thirty something. Yeah. So we're, you're you're looking at you're looking at oh right. So take oh that would change the that would be interesting. Yeah. Move the cut line. Move the cut line back up. Well, what what you would what I would do if I was King Ryan, I would the cut line is where the cut line is at, and you take everyone above the blue line, right? Even if they're a national champion, they earned it, right? They're in the cut line, sure, right? And that's sure. what I would do. So, but yeah, I know, and you're on board with me for just saying cut cut out all the national champions, except for the ones who finish above the cut line. Yes, get them out. Right, but the reason the, the reason that those people are above the cut line is because of national champions. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Yep. Yeah. So like, so it would be it'd be kind of it'd be kind of shitty to be like, hey, this Joe whatever national champion, you're out, but the guy who's in 39th is in that you helped get this spot. I get that. By, by, you but know what I mean? Unfortunately, this pandemic is unfair and. You know, like the, this situation that we're in, it is a horrible situation, but we need to find a way to have this competition. We can't have 300 athletes come on this weekend. Like we need to cut it down yeah. and having. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Fair enough. I like that. Know, I, I'd be, I'd be fine with that. Like, I just, I just think like if you're going to give people 160 people an, an online cut one or whatever you want to call it to like, to whittle it down, you're just someone you know, they're loop. There's looping videos. They're like, what? I don't know. I just feel like you're gonna get some kind of money on the line. Bullshit. Yeah, people. People will try to cheat. Well, that's that. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Like to to try and get be one of thirty. Like pretty pretty easy to doctor a video to make yourself yep. go a lot faster than or get. You know what yeah. I mean? Whatever. You could it program is. a clock to go five percent slower, right? Totally. And then and then you know, like that that five percent. Be as it may, it's only five percent. When it comes to CrossFit, it's seconds that matter, right? So that five percent adds up. Every second counts. Every second Boom. counts. Exactly. Tie in back to the original CrossFit exactly, games Dave. movie. Yeah, you could, you could make the online process 
super stringent. Like you have to use one of the like the wadproof app as your clock. Yep. You have to ha- I like like there's just what like it has to be a clear shot. Like you can just be super hard on it, right? And then yep. you can have multiple ask, cameras. And then you can ask people from the community to help watch those videos just like they do in the open. Um so like where you get like you watch the video and you can hit accept uh like or reject or there's a third option, I forget what it is. And like you can use modification. modification. Like you can just ask for help from the community, like anyone who's jumped on their judges course, like I've done it. I've got some extra free time lately. I'll go on there and watch some people's videos and help make sure they're meeting the standard and then like gosh, there's gonna be issues, but I think if you have hundreds of people watching them someone especially with a couple of people who like know what to look for if people are cheating or like altering videos yeah 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 you might be right i could see that i could see it doing like that maybe doing, doing the first or like cutting to cutting to whatever number they deem like feasible Safe. like to yeah exactly right so if they're if they're like okay we can have 200 people on site including whatever which means we can have 40, 40 individuals, 40 men, 40 women will just online cut to get to that number. And then that's it. Yeah. Whatever that, whatever that means, you know what I mean? Three events, three online events, and then just take the top 40 from that or whatever it is. Yeah. And there's, there's going to be some bigger name people who get cut, but that was the case too. After the first cut, there was a handful of X games athletes who were in that cut. Yeah. Yeah, there's. I mean, I mean, there's, there's no, for whatever, whatever reason. And again, maybe the the way you're gonna program the workouts is gonna look a little bit different than the open. I would hope, um, but it really seems to be that some people are, for whatever reason, one or like one reason or another, seem to be like unbelievable at doing online qualifiers. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, it's pretty like. How can you win the nearly win the worldwide open every year and then get dead last at regionals every year? Yep. Are you are you calling anyone out? Yeah, uh, Roy Lemaire from Canada, from Canada East. Yeah. You know, like legitimate top five in the in the world for so many and like. Didn't he have the flu that one year? Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Well, what about every what what about every other year? But he yep. got last. For sure. I mean, hey, I'm not. I'm. I'm just saying, like, what I saw on on a CrossFit sponsored documentary is that he had the flu. Um, sure. You can. You have that with um Devin Ford, right? Um. Do you know? Do you guys know who Devin <laughs> Ford is? That that. Yeah. Yeah. Devin that Ford, loser. Blue, blue blue man group. He was yeah. all. <laughs> dude, he. <laughs> dude, blue outfit, blue background. That was so sick. Yeah. That was brutal. He uh. Can't even can't even see him. You just see his like... legs. <laughs> yeah. He's shots like across the gym. <laughs> yeah, my favorite, my judge fucking leaves. Ever. Yeah, his judge Dude, leaves. Like Eighty-five infractions. He go, oh, it's like a oh, minor penalty. Yeah, <laughs> like they were still, they were still gonna send him to the games. Yep. He well, because it was a loophole. They had a rule where you can't get um like dinged for like multiple movements like you can only get like <laughs> dinged by one movement so they were like all right what what does he have the most no reps in box step ups handstand push ups you know yeah. handstand push ups like okay then he gets penalized for that but every el- every other movement that he does we can't penalize him because that's what the rule book says it's like no you're crossfit like just say you're out 
say you're out, (laughs) you know? And I love that. Just do, just do 80% of the, of the movements. And like, meanwhile, the last 10 straight handstand pushups could take you forever. Yep. Skip it. Just, oh, just one minute penalty. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. It should. Yeah. Yeah. I hate him. He's, do you remember, do you you remember um, that workout, the power, uh, power snatch, burpee, power snatch, Yep. Uh, sorry, power snatch, burpee, power bar snatch, muscle up. bar muscle up. Yeah. No. Right. Bar muscle up. Burpee. burpee. Sorry. Sorry. Burpee. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Like how hard those bar muscle ups got at the end? Oh yeah. Just just omit the last set of ten and take the minute penalty. Yeah. Way, way better score. Way better. Yeah. <laughs> it's... It took me two minutes to do ten bar muscle. Ups. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Just just skip them, man. Whatever. Fuck yep. it. Let's go. Done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm comfortable enough to say it. I that's why I left. Like I I was getting coached by someone who uh who had relationships with um Devin Ford, previous coach and stuff like that. And uh sexual just, relationships. No, 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 no. But, yeah, oh. I I worded that incorrectly. No, they yeah, no. They were he coached him and uh essentially just backing him up the whole way like you don't know the whole story bro and it's just like the the story's out there it is it is like i don't need to know the whole story yeah i don't you, I, I can see his hand not ever crossing a handstand walk line yes ever. exactly and you rich like you know this just as well as me when you are when you are doing a movement, you know whether or not you're skirting that line. I don't care how fucked up you are. Like, you know that if you're doing a handstand walk, if your hand crosses the whole line. I've in-person 100%. competitions, my hand, my palm has been on the line and I fall. And I look up at the judge and I'm like, please give it to me. You know, like, and you don't know. You don't know if they're going to give it to you or not. But you know that it's iffy. What are they going to do? And they'll say, get on keep going and you're just like thank you run you know like yeah. it's it's one of those you're things the, you know athlete in grand forks you can keep going exactly i don't i don't want to tell you no yeah it's it's tough you know it's very very tough um and, but devin ford he knew what he was doing he oh. knew what he was doing and i bet i bet he had a game plan and he knew that like the infra maybe he didn't know the infractions but i bet like him skirting the line like he, everything was iffy about that. Weird angles, everything. You can go mm-hmm. back and watch a Granite Games qualifier. His muscle ups. He pretty much just does a catch and then back down, and that's it. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't extend at all. It's just a like catch. Turnovers. Yep. And that, that's all he does. And listen, nice. I get it. It's a cool training implement. If that's the part that you suck at, if you're really yeah. strong at the dip and you don't need to practice that, it's like when uh, Olympic lifters they do squat snatches. They catch in the in the squat and then they just drop it. Right? They don't squat it yeah. up. It's a waste of energy for them. Like that's yeah. what he's doing. But for a qualifier, which right. is no no. That's a big no no. So. And I mean, but you're right though. Like the, that that tra- for a training tool. Because you can rack up huge volume on turnover, like yeah. compared to actually doing a full muscle up, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, it totally makes sense. But obviously, in a qualifier, not in a qualifier. Players. No. How, however, I it would be how rich. We're going full camo, t-shirt and shorts, and then we're going to do one workout just in front of a, the woods, just yeah. in the background. <laughs> just can't, can't see, see anything. Full yeah. face paint, everything. <laughs> you can't. You can't talk about. <laughs> that was a good rep. Yeah, so good. That's really funny. That's a good meme. We, you guys need to do that. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, I think we could we could do it out here on this property. Lots of room, lots of trees. 
All right, what's next? Aromas? Were we talking well, about Aromas? We were talking about Aromas. So, assuming they go to Aromas, I don't think they can keep the same dates. Like, you might have to postpone to September and move to Aromas, knowing that, like, travel bans, travel bans aren't going to be lifted by the beginning of August. Like, you're not going to be able to travel in in, in three months. Like, yep. Now, I'm hoping, I'm hoping in three months we can travel within Canada or maybe even less. Like, I'm hoping I can leave the province. Like, I don't. Yeah. Well, yeah. I have a conspiracy the theory. The reason why Greg Glassman is pushing for the CrossFit Games to happen so hard is because this is the last year of the Reebok contract. He wants to get out of it. And he knows that it needs to happen for them to get out. If it doesn't happen, I don't know what the contract legally says. If it's 10 years time or if it's 10 CrossFit games, right? Oh, and that's yeah. why he's pushing so hard for this to happen. You know, And that's what I think. I'm, I'm not, I didn't originally come up with that. I've heard other people talk about it. But that's, that's what is happening. It, that's the only like, reason how. That's a good theory. I like that. Yeah. Is there is there going to be a new CrossFit game sponsor? Do you think, or do we just go does it just go blank and everyone? He's mentioned wears... before. He's mentioned before that he doesn't want any title sponsor, which is silly to me. I'm sure they'll have an a uniform sponsor. It'll be the CrossFit Games. It won't be called the Reebok CrossFit Games. It'll be called the CrossFit Games. But Nike will do all the apparel, and you have to wear Nike shoes, clothes, stuff like that. That's what I would imagine would I mean, happen. I mean, wouldn't you want the the financial help from like a nike for example like yeah but greg glassman does he zigs when you're supposed to zag so well i mean we'll see what he does but he's said that before that he doesn't he wants a few years where there's no title sponsor blows my mind i don't get it but maybe it's a good idea while they figure their shit out try and get something with some kind of structure going again who knows man i mean when he's supposed to get struck out he hits home runs so who knows? Imagine if they, he just dropped like regionals is back full, full on, like just. I I would lose my <laughs> mind. I would lose my mind. Yeah, I'm out. I'm done. It'd be, un, it'd be unreal. I'd love yeah. it. And sanctionals are still a thing, you know. And it's just like he, he just everything, you know. It's 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 the Avengers of CrossFit competitions, you know. It's just everything. Games, open, sanctionals, regionals, sectionals. <laughs> You know, remember when sectionals were a thing? You know, everything. You just, you just go and sign up. Yeah. Hey, I'm here to do the sectionals. You ever done this before? Nope. All right, come on in. <laughs> Get in here, buddy. Yeah. You're in heat four. <laughs> yeah. <Right in> five. <laughs> yeah. So good. How about those uh, Nano 10s? How ugly are those? Hideous. I have to see them in a different colorway, but they don't look great. Yeah, they. It's just it's weird. They're trying to do the old Reebok logo. I I like the. Is it pentagram? What's the epsilon? What What's the? No, pentagram is like the devil thing. It's a triangle. Isn't yeah, it? the, it's like a triangle. Yeah, but it, there's a there's a name for it. Um, but yeah, I I really like that new Reebok logo, and I'm looking at it right now. The viewers can will be able to see it here in just a second. The viewers can see it right now. Um, and, yeah, it's it's just an ugly shoe. It looks better on the website, the Reebok website. But um, it it the colors, the red, black, and white is just horrific. It is truly disgusting. I do not like it. Yeah. No, not good. Yeah. 
before we move too far away from the games. Um, so yeah, the best bet is that it's at the ranch in Aromas, maybe in September to give travel bans a chance to lift. But like, like the final question is just like, is it worth to like put on the games if there's just gonna be a big asterisk beside it? It's like 2020 games, big asterisk. It was weird because of these decisions we made, whether it's whatever they decide to do, like. Is it worth it or is it better than like, I, I just like, found it other major sports have decided just like okay, like twenty twenty is done. We're just trying to do a twenty twenty one season, like we're just moving past. Like what do you I think? mean they they've had a lockout season in the NHL before <laughs> that they had a Stanley Cup champion for and whatever. You still win the you still win. Like the, the the thing that I have an issue with is like they fully came out and said like we're going to have a champion. Not, not like, you know, like we're, we're really trying to make this happen, but like we're going to have a champion. So now what happens if like, you know, right now we're all sitting here thinking like, okay, like the ranch is the way to go. Like cut the, cut the amount of people. Let's get them there. Well, what if, what if in two months, like I said, like, the, the, like through three months, the U S is in com complete lockdown in California or whatever. And like they like are legally not allowed to do that, or people like cannot travel to do that. Now, now what? Like now you've now you've come out with the statement that we're going to have, you know, a, a, a games champion. Then then you just go online, you and you just have to, or you just be like, hey, we, you know, we we couldn't see this, foresee this happening, getting this bad. We're gonna cancel it now. Like, do you think they can go back on that? Or do you think now that they've said it, they they've got to f figure out a way, like one way or the other? I think they would just cancel it. If I was, I w I would just cancel it. If if America was just shut down, I would just say, hey guys, we misspoke, we messed up. And but CrossFit doesn't do that. Dave they, Castro they doesn't like do that. Do, they yeah. don't, no, they don't like to do that though, right? So yeah. that's why I'm saying, like, geez, I don't know what uh, this thing could this thing could end up online. Like I, I don't, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility that they, it, they do that, and that's gonna, that's gonna bring some major controversy, which I will gladly watch <laughs> unfold. For sure, I ain't qualifying. I would love to watch it though. When yeah. someone you've legitimately never heard of. It would be so so good. Yeah, yeah. Matt Fraser doesn't win. He can't make it. It's. Eduardo from Mexico that wins it because everyone else died, you know, from the coronavirus. Yeah, who knows? I mean, you could make the corny argument that this is the sport of the unknown and unknowable, and so sure. like, that this season is. I just representing I that. Yeah, for sure. I just feel bad for the athletes. Like they have to train through all this shit. Like it would be nice if they just said, guys. We have a plan. It's in September. We're going to do this. Then they could, like, take a breath and, like, breathe and have a plan. But right now, there is no plan. Like, they don't know yeah. what to train for. They don't know how to train. And it it could very well just not happen. And all of the money that they're putting into training could all go to waste right now. You see that yeah. in the UFC a lot. Fighters put all their, their whole life savings into this training campaign, their coaches, the facility, all of this stuff. And then right before the fight they tear their meniscus and they don't get paid right and then yeah. they lose everything 
And that that's what's happening to these athletes right now is they lost their job. They're training for the games, maybe, and they just have a tough time doing this. And there's no plan. They don't know what the future holds for this whole thing. They don't even know if they're going to be able to get into America at the time. You know, like right. I, I just want CrossFit to say this is what we're doing, and if we can't do it, it's canceled. You know, right. That's what I would like as well. Yeah, get to America right now, fly in, and then, you know, if you can, right? Um, and then stay here until the games, once the games happen, you know, then you can leave, right? Like, I don't think you're allowed to fly anywhere right now. Like, you can't, like, you can't leave Canada unless it's, like, um, like totally essential. Really? Like, not at all? Like, you can't leave, like, we can't leave the province of Manitoba, like, they're, we're... Or like an hour and a half from the border and they're apparently they have border patrol they're like checking cars like why are you where are you going and if like if it's not like oh i'm going home or i work for so and so i need to go here and do this like they're turning you around yeah so like yeah i'm going to go get some weed bro you know and then they'd say yeah get out of here that's not essential i have arthritis okay get in here you know our weed stores are still open i believe you just need to like order online those are essential huh they're essential man both of people have uh what a world medical needs yeah for sure yeah man i get it (laughs) i get it um i got i got one thing uh dave so we have like this whole situation and and rich too you as well um this whole situation is changing and you you guys are leaders of multiple people right like you're you guys decide how training goes for these people and like me rich like we have goals for training we want to aspire to be better every day and you know whether it be sanctionals or the games uh like we have these goals how is this affecting you with like your methodology like how how has this transition been is this very difficult is this something that like um for in some situations yes for sure it has um first of all the amount of people that i coach who don't have full access to equipment is a major thing so obviously that makes a huge difference in what you're programming i'm not writing training for someone and then being like oh you don't have an assault bike well figure it out yeah you know what i mean like i've had to take i've had to get a list from every single person including yourself ryan of what you guys have access to um so that's the, that's the first thing um the second thing has then was you know as you you guys both know you know we were gearing up for can west games which was the like the, the big target and the hard part with that that i struggle with is you know do you do you back off and stray from the goal of competing there but you know because we assume that it's not happening but they haven't said that it's not happening yet right so i don't like for you guys and and the you know the handful of others that have qualified for can west like i've kind of said to most people like until we hear otherwise i i think it's kind of like stupid to completely ditch that plan you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um but there's been there's been other people who are just like you know training to be like competitive but they're not like out there like you know dying to qualify for sanctionals like you guys are like 
it's like, you know, they're training to get better and, and their, their training hasn't changed all that much. They're kind of like, you know, they are where they are in, the, in their phase of training and, and that's kind of stays the same. Just they're the different uses of equipment, equipment can make it difficult with just, you know, exercise selection, stuff like that. Um, most people, I feel that I coach, like I, I feel like people are doing a really good job of like, you know, sticking, like getting their stuff done with what they have. Like, I, I feel very lucky in that regard. Like, you know, I have a couple, a couple people that I coach that really have very, very few things to work with. And, you know, we've come up with some creative ways to get them to do whatever it is. Um, but I feel like, yeah, the athletes have been awesome as far as like making the best of a real bad situation. Um, I think you guys are, you know, quite fortunate with both your situations, um, you know, as far as just having access to things, um, which is nice to be able to, to be able to keep some sort of normality to your, to your schedule and whatnot, even though like, you know, missing your community and stuff like that is huge. It's nice to have people around and whatever, but, um, yeah, for the, for the most, I was, I think I was more concerned originally when it first started happening. I thought, holy, like, this is going to be, this is going to be rough. Like, you know, but I think if anything, uh, the, the one thing that I've taken out of it is it has forced me to get really creative with a lot of the stuff I'm writing. Um, so I actually feel like, feel like I've been, yeah, like diversified my, what I would call my like style of writing um just just because i've been forced to um into situations of you know figuring out how to work with such minimal amounts of equipment in certain situations so yeah yeah on, on my end it's it's been it's been definitely more uh, like more challenging than just a normal day but um but i've i'm uh yeah i feel like it's been a it's been a I don't want to say good because I don't, I want to say like, this is a great situation, but I feel like it's actually helped me, like forced me to uh, adapt to some new things and, and learn some new things along the way. So it's good. Yeah. Cool. Rich. Um, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to work full time at a gym where yes, we're closed. We don't have anyone coming in, but me and the other, uh, my boss manager and we, we go in and run live workouts. So I'm lucky enough to still have, uh, access to most things we've given out most of the equipment um though to members so like i'm missing a, a couple of things but i can't complain i still have barbell and weights and pull-up bar um so i can do almost everything and i try to be super happy that i'm able to do that um so training for me hasn't changed much it is a little bit harder like you're in there by yourself because there's no one else there and sometimes it makes like i feel kind of like it feel bad that like I get to have access to a gym when no one else does, but like, I guess take advantage, like take advantage of it. Anyone else would, I think do the same thing as well. Um, dated like other than that, like, like managing a gym for our clients, it's, it's hard cause everyone's in a different situation. So like understanding what people are going through, being able to like help people like virtually, I feel like I've done more like actual, like 
like personal coaching, like people just reaching out, being like, I'm having a hard time with whatever, whatever. And like, just like being there and helping them. And then just trying to have a good online presence and community with all our members to keep everyone engaged and keep people motivated, keep people having fun. Like, sure, we're, we're apart right now, but that doesn't mean we have to be like apart mentally, if that makes sense. Like mm -hmm. being able to like create discussions through our members pages um, so that people still stay motivated. Um, and then just trying to figure out like as a business, like things are going to change in the fitness industry because of this, like what's going to, when we come out of this, what's it going to look like? Um, are more people going to choose to stay home to work out as opposed to going to gyms? Maybe there's people who realize, oh, like if I can just do this at home and I don't need to go to a physical space, okay, how do we still keep them as members? How do we keep them happy? How do we offer them? services after this and then especially like yes things are kind of looking up here in manitoba we've done a good job of the social distancing but there's still a chance that we're closed for another three to six months mm -hmm. so what does that look like it can't just look like we're just sitting here twiddling our thumbs waiting like we need a like what are we doing to make sure that we're still getting better at what we're doing so in four or five months we still have people engaged, people who still want to come to undefeated when all this is over. Yeah. Very cool. I was just curious, and you guys did a great job with that question. That, that's really, it's, it, I'm going to add to Rich's thing. I think, like, I totally understand from, like, your standpoint for yourself and, and Will and Dan, you know, like, I think that you guys are obviously doing, like, the absolute right thing. But I, like you know, I mean, or maybe just my opinion, but I truly feel that like, I don't think the home gym is going to take over gyms no. when this thing is over. Like, I think people are going to be, when it does happen, I, they are going to be ecstatic to get back to their gyms. Yes. Um, I like even myself, you know, I, you know, got a really nice weightlifting setup here, but it is just, still the atmosphere that you have with your coach with your you know fellow athletes whatever it is that being in gym like i even talked to i think uh, while talking to mitch about this but even like you know the drive for me like the drive to the gym you know listening to music you know get like that's just all part of your routine it's starting to get get you amped up for your session right to get you in that headspace that you like this is when like so to, to like not have that anymore it's like it's a little bit weird to be like oh, i'm gonna walk out to the garage and start warming up you know yeah. like it's a little bit different to bring the intensity that you would um that you're gonna bring in the gym like it's nice to have of course i'm super grateful for that like super grateful for that but i i, I you guys are doing the right thing and you you always should be you know preparing every you know and offering all these things to your members and you guys have seen what you guys are doing is you're doing a really awesome job of it um but and if you continue to do so i truly think that when this thing ends everyone's going to come flooding back and probably you know hopefully even more on top of that um yeah because but, people will but, be worried about their health after this whole thing is over they'll be like all right i need a gym membership well that's that's the other thing right is like has there ever been a better time to realize that holy shit like you know being healthy is important you know yeah. when when you when like this whole thing is 
everyone you keep hearing you know well you know the people at risk are the people like you know immune compromised or whatever it is it's like well how do you stop that well yeah you got eat healthy and exercise yep you only got so much time what happens when the second annual coronavirus happens and we're in lockdown again you know like we're you're gonna need to be fit all right every year this is gonna be a repeating thing okay until we (laughs) thin the herd and kill off some people you know we have too many people then you know that's that's a theory the great filter have you guys ever heard about the great filter do you guys know what that is no no the great filter is a um theory as to why we've never seen um, intelligent life in the universe right and uh the whole thing is like there's a filter that kills off civilizations something is stopping civilizations from reaching out beyond the stars and you know for for us not to be able to see them it's crazy right we can, we have telescopes we can see all around the universe we haven't seen one extraterrestrial life form to our knowledge right and so this great filter is whether it's a pandemic whether it's we blow ourselves up with uh nuclear bombs right like there are many filters that filter out the process that eventually makes that society go extinct right and there are, there are many filters to this whole thing and it's even like uh, what happens when VR technology, right? Like virtual reality, you put the goggles on, you can see. What happens when that life is better than the life you live here, right? You'll just sit in a chair all day. Maybe like you put something in your ear, like an aux cord, and then you're like zapped into that universe. And that universe is way better because you can, you know, mess around with prostitutes, not get any STDs, right and every sec every minute that lasts there is only a second in real life and you live your life out there where everything is exactly the same except you have infinite resources because it's in a computer that's your idea of way better (laughs) no i listen i i'm just i'm just saying like you know that's that's what a lot of people would do right um you'd have infinite money right like there are so many things that, that could happen in all of these civilizations as to why they are not expanding to the star, right? War, famine, you know, um, greed, whatever. Like you could, it's one of those things. And even it's it's the theory, I've read a really creepy, do you know what a creepy pasta is? It's like internet stories that are super scary. Essentially goes like this. There's a scientist that is, uh, that is doing some uh, nitrogen readings and the nitrogen readings all across the world flicker really quickly. And and he's reading these ni- nitrogen readings, and he's like, "This is that was weird." And he looks into it, and it's Morse code. That that was for like a split second. It was Morse code, and um, and so he messages back somehow. I said, "This is how you talk to me." And so he uh, he messages back, and he and he says, "Hello, who is this?" And uh, they say, um, "We are." Um, these people and we are telling you to shut up and uh, they're like what do you mean well you guys send radio signals out all the time you need to be careful there are bigger civilizations out there that are looking to kill and uh, you know and you know essentially just saying like hey like you are sending out your signal saying we are here we are here we are here and there's always a bigger fish and like it, it ended off on this really like shut up like they are coming you know, and that was it. And it's one of those things where, like, there's always a bigger fish. And if the universe is, in fact, infinite, 
right? You have an infinite amount of civilizations, which means there's always a bigger civilization, a more evil one that is coming to destroy you, which is why you would see the Great Filter happen where you don't see anyone because everyone's hiding. They would rather hide than be seen because if they are seen, someone else could destroy you. If, you know, that theory holds true. It's, it's very interesting. You, the Great Filter, YouTube it, watch like six hours of it, and you will feel like you still know nothing. Have you, Ryan, have you seen uh, Ready Player One, the movie? I have not. It's, it's like it's a gamer a, movie. I should have watched it. I'm a, well, no, it's exactly what you were talking about with the virtual reality. It's, a, it's a, like a second world where they live in and have a alter ego. Essentially, you can be whatever you want to be kind of thing. But it's yeah. quite, quite interesting. It, you should probably give it, a, give it a watch. Yeah, for sure. I need to. I just haven't, I haven't gotten to it. So, yeah. Great, guys. I think that was good. Cool. Cool. Hell cool. yeah. All right. Well, I will talk to you boys later. I'm going to episode four. Done. See you guys later.